It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, wow. Thanks for being here. Thank you. It's nice to meet you. Really nice to meet you. Is this as weird for you as it is for me? It's pretty weird. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it certainly is. Uh, your intro brought back a lot of memories. Um, and uh, but, but I think that it just is a real symbol of how grave this danger is. Um, but I also, I was thinking as I was watching it, the power of the fact that somebody who is where you are on the political spectrum and somebody who's where I am on the political spectrum are able to say... This is a five alarm fire, and we have to put that aside and be able to say, what are we going to do to come together to save the republic? Yes, Liz Cheney. Yes. You have always been there. That was fantastic. Yes. I watched the whole. Didn't you love she said? Lizard, lizard, lizard. Don't you love that Rachel spent the whole first half hour going, I hate everything about you. Has ever stood for. <laughs> I want to debate her about everything. She is wrong about. She is wrong about everything. Her whole family, her whole life. <laughs> Hi, Liz. Welcome. Thanks Hi, for coming. Isn't this awkward? Let's, let's save the Republic. Let's get on with it. <laughs> and Liz was right. I mean, it's a yeah. symbol of how dire things are yes. in America right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, that I, Rachel Maddow and Liz Cheney are working together. I know. I know. Is it what is it like Mothra and Godzilla? Or I Dogs don't, and sure. cats playing together. Yeah. Dogs it's, and cats living together. The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is walking through the streets of New York. Yep. It is like Mothra and Godzilla. Yeah. Because they fought each other. Yeah. It was just seeing them together. You're like, wow. <laughs> this yeah. is uh-huh. bad. Oh my the Atlantic God. did a whole issue an, on the, the threat. Issue. Yeah. yeah uh, about the threat to America. I. I, I don't. I, I don't know whether I I, I assume uh, people are starting to get it. Uh, Michael in Oakland, our Michael, mm-hmm. tweeted, uh, "Take heart." Amy Walter of Cook Political Report said Trump is getting no more support than at his peak at the time of the 2020 election. Does anyone think he'll get more support after being convicted? Owen oh, Biden hasn't even started campaigning yet. Right. So I know we go even on our show, right? We go back and forth between extreme gastrointestinal distress and sheer terror. <laughs> And feeling like, you know, but I th- I really do think it is 2016 PTSD. It is. That mm-hmm. we just think, oh, the minute we start thinking, oh, you know, we've got this, blah, blah, blah. Look at that. That's like they're reenacting the Rachel and Liz interview, Bonnie and Clyde. What are you doing? Yeah, that's Clyde just going, you were wrong about the Iraq war. You're wrong, wrong. Okay. <laughs> By the way, people on Twitter seem to think I have a lot more power than I do. They want me to urge uh, Bob Matto, who listens to the show every day, to get Rachel to come back to five nights a week. I wish I had that power, but I think Rachel likes her. Bob, schedule. put in a word for us. Yes. I would too. I would. I would movies? too. I would like eleventy billion dollars for, for one, one day night. A week. A, well, I mean, she works more than one. <laughs> night yes. A week. Yes. I Isn't know. she producing two films right now? Yeah, yeah and yes. a podcast yeah. or two. I and, want her yeah. five nights a week too, Daddy. I want it now. Can we just get her on this show, Bob? Come on, Bob. 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 Come on. Yeah, we've never asked you, Bob. Hi, Bob. <laughs> I try to <laughs> keep that to a minimum. Oh, Rachel blurred by my book. I try to keep my favors favors once a millennium. Yeah, she blurred my book, and she. Do you know what she? She's so amazing. She her assistant called and said because normally you just send the right. a chapter yeah. and say you know would you blur. She's like, oh no no, Rachel wants the whole book. She Rachel needs. To read it. She, she reads, reads the whole book before she. she she's a reader. She's a reader. Yeah. Yes, apparently. She's heard that. They don't give those road scholars out by she's skittles. A, 
She's a doctor. Yeah. Anyway, and she wrote the nicest blurb ever. But she did. Yeah. But that uh, was your one favor for a millennium. Yes. I'm done now. Uh-huh. I apologize. Well, he hasn't done that favor for me yet. Come on, Bob. <laughs> you owe Jody a favor. <laughs> Why do you hate Carol Burnett so much? <laughs> She loves your daughter. Does that help? <laughs> oh, by the way, I took the giant creepy photo of uh, Jody and her mom and her sister that I had on my wall uh-huh. long before I met Jody right. to be uh, to get glass put back in because it fell at some point moving. Earthquake or something. something I don't remember. And so it's, it's a hardware store getting glass put. But I'll never forget the first time Jody walked in my house. She just looks at the picture and she's like, oh, that's really big. <laughs> it is a very large really photo. Big. Right, I, told the, <laughs> I told the story. Uh-huh. I just, uh, we had the, uh, on my oxygen show, we had the, it was a photographer that took pictures of famous mothers and daughters. Right. And they knew how much I loved Carol Burnett. So they blew it up. It was on set and they gave it to me. And so then when I met Jody, I was like, okay, you're going to think this is really weird. <laughs> okay. It's not creepy. And Jody was like, <laughs> oh my God. It's creepy. <laughs> it is creepy. But yeah. I photoshopped you in a smaller version of that same yeah. photograph. Yeah, she gave me the same photograph with me, just photoshopped in. Yeah. All right. She's well, the only one smiling. Listen. <laughs> yeah. C- congratulations to uh, Comer Simpson. Go! I'm getting in oh your bombshell. Oh. He's, come on, Jody, give it up for James Comer. He yeah. has a real bombshell this Got a time. Car payment? Joe? Don't block my drama sting oh. story. <laughs> Joe Biden was being funneled money by Hunter Biden to repay a car loan. <laughs> Three payments, $1,300 to repay because Joe Biden lent him money when he was when having he, trouble with his addiction and yeah. he couldn't credit get credit. Problems, to, yeah. Right. Oh my God. They are just oh so pathetic. God. That's it? That's the bombshell. Yeah. He actually went on TV oh, and said... Times. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say about this entire disgrace of a party. Oh, could I have some nostalgia movie, moon music, movie, movie? What? movie? music? <laughs> oh boy, Chris, it's that time between Thanksgiving it and is. Christmas. We keep saying that every Grandma's morning. Grandma's gonna tell old stories. Okay. Because just, I'm gonna say this right now because I clearly will be urged to run for Adam Schiff's seat or something. Oh, I absolutely. will obviously. Oh, be they've running. already asked you. Yeah, I'll be running at some point for something. Let me just, I'll just uh, divulge right now that I have these same payments to my mom in 1980 something. When you were a toddler. Right. What, I, it was nice of was my it? mom to buy me a car when I was two. It well, was it your was big a, wheel. It was in 1983 was or a, so. It was a Radio Flyer red wagon. Or a big wheel. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No? It was a, a red Chevy Sprint. It was the cheapest car you could get at the time. Okay, so I had just graduated college. My dad died unexpectedly so I went moved back to Buffalo New York to take care of right. to be with my mom because no one else in the family could be there and so uh, I had been sell I had a very uh, prestigious job selling personalized pens on the phone out here which I gave up why that well like you know Jody, I did not foresee the rise of the internet <laughs> and the need for pens was somewhat overestimated I worked in a call center selling. Oh, I did that too. Wow. Did, did you? In college, yeah. yeah. I worked Someone in a call asked, center. how do you do that? And I'm like, well, you don't really. Yeah. I don't think anyone hardly ever, I don't think anyone bought a pen from me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, so I moved. I had yeah. to sell um, like credit card add ons, like vacation clubs and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay. That was, yeah. 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 Okay. So then I. Anyway, but my mom was sweet enough to buy me a Chevy Sprint, whatever. So I worked, and I was so proud. I was working at the box office at Yuck Yucks. Hello, Yuck Yucks. Can I help you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's four, very good. Four bucks an hour, which 
it was big for me. It was more than I made, you know, selling, selling pens. pens. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but I paid my mom back in like a few months yeah. working at the box office at Yuck Yucks, and I was so proud of that. So there are several payments. I'm going to say $1,300 or so. And you had to change the to name on the marquee, too, at Yuck Yucks. No, no, no. That was Laugh Factory. Oh. I graduated to a much more uh, prestigious job oh. answering the phone at the Laugh Factory. So when someone. And also changing the letters of the comedians on the marquee. So when someone died, you had to put up their name and say, Make God Laugh? Yes. Okay. But. <laughs> We couldn't afford a marquee in Buffalo. There was no oh. marquee on Yuck Yucks. That oh. was just, okay. you'd be out there in the freezing cold in Buffalo, just, you know. The marquee would be covered by snow anyway. Fly, half flyers or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What would be the point? Right. Anyway, my point is, there are several very suspicious payments to my mom. To, Should I not pay the bank to, back to for my mortgage? We fund her for the money she loaned me for the red Chevy Sprint. Thank you very much. Okay, and that concludes my story, my salacious story about illicit payments for stuff a car loan <laughs> okay did i leave anything out of that i don't think so oh you know why i was able to do it chris i forgot that because as you recall i lived above the uh, pizza parlor you did and my rent was 125 dollars a month and, uh, and the only reason it was warm is because the pizza oven kept the the heat yeah yeah kept the right which was an upgrade from the the uh, place i lived in right before that that had a uh, community bathroom oh it was a little skeevy but okay. Wait a minute. Was that the Pontilla Brothers Pizza Place? No, that's in Lockport where I grew oh. up. This is in Buffalo. Okay. When I graduated to my very first prestigious job answering the phone at the okay. I'm, club. Okay, I was I was gonna say that was very convenient for your little tryst with the Pontillo Brothers. <laughs> I did not. Someone made that up. That's not. I never <laughs> trysted with any member of the Pontillo family. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. God. <laughs> Are they sure? All right. Yeah, I don't. Yes. If we called All up right. a Pontillo brother, right. would they tell us? Yes. No, They. I, there was nothing. I just, that's the pizza place that we all went to when we were in high school. DCL's Catholic High School. But you knew the Pontillo brothers. Yes, but I didn't. Any of them. All right, let's just move. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to have enough trouble winning Adam Schiff's seat. What with this car loan payment <laughs> right. scandal hanging over my head. And the Pontillo don't brothers. Don't add this Pontillo scandal. It's completely fake news. What? All right. I'm also in that phase of the year, Chris, where I hate everybody. Uh, okay, who do you hate oh, now? People said mean things about all th three of us individually yesterday on what, social oh media. Oh, Lord. I'm not telling you. I don't read social. What, what, I don't either. What did I, they My say? favorite is, <laughs> what have we said? If you agree with everything anyone says, right. you are an idiot. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But people just like, I. that one person said that thing. I turned the show off. I'm never listening again. Oh, whatever. What, what did I say? Not you. This oh. was, oh, politics girl, who everybody oh. loves, but... Because she said she thought uh, Mehdi Hassan had, was verging on anti-Semitism. I did not agree with it. I was in the process of standing up for Mehdi Hassan mm -hmm. and saying he should not have been fired. I think he's a fantastic is, uh, journalist is. and interviewer. I don't watch his show enough, frankly. I take the weekends off. So I didn't know. I, I, and I know that he has condemned Hamas. Many, so I, don't, I don't know. But that was her perception. You're allowed to come on and have a perception. Yeah, and if you anybody. don't agree with everything that everybody says on this show, just go yourself with the Ice Planet Hoth. That's stuck in my mind because of Dick Cheney. And it's winter. Yes. God. Well, one I'll, person said this what? one thing that diverges slightly from what I think and... So how did Jody and I get caught in this shrapnel? Yeah. I'm not telling you. I don't care, stupid people. <laughs> oh, I apparently don't let any talk guests talk ever. So I guess that's... that's On so the, it's mostly the me. Stephanie Miller show. Right. Yes, yes. I, I need to shut up and just let everyone else talk. Okay. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be snorty right away. <laughs> okay. We haven't talked about anything of substance in Not 18 yet. minutes. <laughs> oh, I was going to now, but never mind. Why start now? Right, yeah, yeah. I think it was a perfectly charming and delightful story about me paying my mom back for my Chevy Sprint in I 1983. Think so. Yeah. All right. You'll never be president. <laughs> no, I will not. Okay, 18. We hey, we have Charlie Pierce and we have alpha liberal yes. Cliff Schechter coming up on the big shoe. And Charlie Pierce has a little bit of news to tell uh, us. Yes, I know indeed. We're colossal. We're stupendous. We're terrific. We're even superlative. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Chris, who said Stephanie Miller is like ice cream for breakfast or box wine through a crazy straw? Pure pleasure that some people say is bad for you, but you know better. Sexy liberal is deeply, deeply profane, big-hearted, surprising, and it might make you pee your pants a little. Just what you need. Read this book, Stephanie Miller. For everything, 2016. Who said that? Uh, Liz Cheney. No, that was Rachel oh, Maddow. Oh. That was a pretty good guess. Okay. Rachel no. Maddow, who blurred my book, Sexy Liberal Me, of Sing, of Me I Sing, which I think you can still get on Amazon. It would be a, make Are a delightful sure? holiday gift. Yes, in paperback. Okay. Or I the ebook. It. Yeah, she has it. See? I've read it. Hmm. My mom's got a it's copy. A, it's a quick read. How many pages is it's that? It's not a Rachel Matt. It's, it's more a, like a booklet. It's a hundred. Yeah, it's a pamphlet. Change. It's a very long singlet. How many pages? A short. It's like a hundred and some change. Are there? Yeah. Okay. I'm more no than Ra- I thought. I'm no Rachel Maddow. Bless your heart. Okay. Pardon me? Bless your heart. Bless my heart. Okay. Uh, 16. Here is some more from the fantastic Rachel Maddow, uh, Liz Cheney interview. The way that I look at it is those of us on the right in this moment have a particularly great responsibility and duty because this threat has emerged from the right. Yeah. We can talk about why that was. I think that, that, you know, frankly, there are millions of people around the country who feel like they aren't heard. And, and Donald Trump managed to convince them that he would be their voice, um, you know, which is, of course, a, a complete lie, but they bought it. And, and he preyed on that patriotism. But, but right now, it's, I think, partly why I have been so um, so disappointed uh, with what I've seen from other members of my party um, in their unwillingness to step up. I think we have a particular duty to step up. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Karen in Chicago. Hello, Karen. Boo-boo-foo. Hello. Uh, good morning. Yeah, it's the very least you can do, Liz, because you actually made it possible for Donald Trump to exist. So, yeah, grab a bucket and help put out the fire. We can have, look, Rachel did a great job. If anybody was going to do it, I'm glad it was Rachel. Yeah. Um, this is my problem, and I know that a lot of people have a lot of mixed emotions about it. You know, she paved the way there. You know, when she says um, that she has endorsed, you know, Democrats or whatever, it just shows that they really don't. It's not about issues for yeah. them. Yeah. You know, it's not what they, you know, they don't believe anything that they say. But here's the thing. You know, they made it possible. They co-signed. She voted with him 90-plus mm-hmm. percent of the time. Okay, and all of that can be true. She should never be elevated to hero status. But yeah. she, like I said, grab a bucket and help put out the fire. Charlie Pierce it, has you know? is all up in his feelings about that. As are you. Uh, he's been journaling about it. He'll talk to us about uh-huh. it shortly. Yes. <laughs> 
some thoughts and yeah. feelings on Liz Cheney. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, this is all well and good. You know, like my dad um, went to hear Adam Kinzinger speak, and, you know, he kind of gets caught up in, like, the personality, and, you know, oh, he's a nice guy, and he's personal. I'm like, Dad, what's his voting record? Yeah. Like, you know, that's what we need to tell people to look at. It's Just like, this is all well and good. Look take at the ride record. across the river from the scorpion and know that she will sting you eventually. Right. Michael, oh, Michael Steele is coming. Love you, too. Michael Steele is coming up on the show, and he he admitted to me, didn't oh, he, yeah, in person, he Jody? He uh-huh. said, yes, I will sting oh, you on absolutely. the other side of the river. Absolutely. He's sounded still kinda, a Republican. Sounded kind of hot when he said it, though. Oh, God. Pete in Wisconsin. Hmm? Oh, Pete's dog in Wisconsin oh, is calling. Hi, Pete's dog. Hi, Pete's dog. Hi. Yeah, they're they're uh, squirrel. Um, <laughs> good buddy, everyone. Hey, good did you guys uh, see... Uh, the Texas GOP uh, failed to... Uh, Usually it's on my end, so I'm just glad it's not my dog. Right. Yeah, the Texas GOP what? Uh, did you uh, see the Texas GOP uh, fail to... Uh, hey, let me go to a different room. Yeah, maybe. maybe you know what? We're running up against a hard break, so maybe let's hold yeah. you over until... Maybe yeah. shove some Dr. Marty's in their craw. And... Some Tilly's treasures would okay, shut sure. them up. Now he's far away, dog. Yeah. All right. What's, <laughs> what's your dog's name, Pete? Okay. Uh, oh, God, I got three of them. There's Max, Ollie, and Huey. Oh, the, the three amigos. Okay. Shut your Yeah, they're my uh, wife's midlife crisis dogs. Okay. So. All right, Pete, now your dogs have taken all your time. You're going to have to hold. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> After the break. All right, get some Tilly's treasures from yes. Dr. Marty's. Right. Put their little Christmas sweaters on, and, and we will talk to Pete in Wisconsin uh-huh. next. I don't even want to imagine uh, a situation where he has won. I think we have to do everything we can um, to stop him in terms of, again, the kinds of things we've been talking about, working in a very nonpartisan fashion. But I also, Rachel, think about it from the perspective of of my kids. And, you know, there was a moment right after uh, January 6th where I was having dinner with my husband and and our two youngest kids, um, who happened to be our sons. And, And I looked at my sons across the dinner table and, and I had this realization, you know, I grew up in a country where I didn't have to wonder if we were going to have a peaceful transfer of power in the United States. And all of a sudden it occurred to me, my God, maybe they won't be able to say the same thing. Now, Cheney's, are they uh, hatched like most reptiles or are they born? Does anyone know the exact? I'm just I'm just asking what when they, when they spawn. All right, fine. I think they're hatched. All right. Pete and his yappy dogs are yeah. back on the line. I, I, personally, <laughs> I, I personally think the Cheneys are just spawned from infinite darkness, yes. but that's just me. Yeah. Um, all right, so take two. Did you guys hear about the Texas GOP and their failure to uh, pass a resolution to condemn anti-Semitism and actual Nazism? No. Yes, I did see that. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So surprising. If, if I... If I if I could, I would like to do a dramatic reading oh. from the um, uh, from the debate, and right. particularly I'd like to read from uh, Jim Pickle. I swear to you, that's his name, okay. Jim Pickle. Uh, the is that a pickle you're reading, uh, or are you just happy uh, to exec- see me? 
Oh, I am very happy to oh, see right, you. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the exe- he's the executive committee member that moved to strike the remaining anti-Nazi language altogether. And I'm just going to begin now. Quote, who decides what anti-Semitism is? Who decides what association is? Mm-hmm. Who decides that it crosses the line that we have to give up our association with those people? Okay. And that is this a Texas... This resolution a te- is just creating... A mess for the party. Okay. Hogan! Okay, and that is a I'm Texas, uh, South Texas accent you're doing there? Might okay. as well be. Texas, oh, now well, brought yeah, to you it's, by... It's in the original German. Yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, now brought to you by Hitler Burger. Okay. Oh, boy. What the actual... Uh, oh, oh, no, she twint on Twitter. Oh, she twint. Thank you. Just tweeted, FYI, protesting, quote-unquote, outside of Israeli or Palestinian-owned restaurants in the United States is not going to fix anything. Let these people live their lives and do their jobs. What the right. is wrong with you? Yeah. Right. That's where I am on right. this entire the, Middle East thing. What the yeah. is wrong with everybody? Right. Yeah. People, oh, my God, stop. The people who own that restaurant have nothing to do with it, the, the leadership of the country of Israel. Yeah. Yeah, it, they have nothing to do with the policies exactly. of Exactly. This is why, thank you, UN, you're a little late condemning right. the systemic rape and torture and beheading of Israeli women. On, you know, it's like that is not to undermine that what the Palestinians are going through is is horrible. Right. But you can't, you can't say, where was it? Hang on. Root Pundit, among others. Uh, Root Pundit said, I can care about children dying in Gaza because of Israel's bombardment and about the women who suffered horrific rape yes. and murder in Israel at the hands They're of Hamas. Compassion exclusive. doesn't and shouldn't go just one way. Right. Yeah, there should be no but, right? Like, oh, well, yes, but this. When you're talking about either side of this, it's right. all horrific. But, oh, my God, the stories of the systemic rape and torture and beheadings of i mean how how can you not just unequivocally like hillary clinton just uh-huh. did just, yeah, right just wrong stopped and then stop talking right. don't oh yeah yeah uh where's we got to do it? hang on hold please uh yes uh dino badala our friend mm-hmm. who is palestinian yes. said protesting private businesses in response to netanyahu's brutal military action in gaza simply because they're owned by jewish americans is a hundred percent wrong period absolutely thank you dean and stop talking right there's no other like you know trying to justify right. it oh god i don't i i'm just i don't i'm so heartbroken by the whole thing i was listening to it one expert talk about you know that they haven't had the, an election in 17 years mm-hmm. but they're saying that the whatever polling they can do there part of the reason they're not is because Hamas would win right and I'm like can you right imagine now they would absolutely because they don't fit they don't I mean can you imagine that your life you're in a living yes. in an open air prison you know at prison basically uh-huh. your life is a living hell and you feel like your options are yeah. Hamas or nothing right. and you're told to evacuate to the safer part of the right. Gaza and Strip. it's not safe right and then and then yeah the, you know the place you evac- evacuated to starts but getting bombed but imagine how like, well, yeah they, you know they have nowhere to go where imagine they're, they're going to be safe hopeless your life is yes. if you think you have no ch- Hamas is your only choice there is no other alternative than uh, this these pack of terrorists right. that just keep bringing more death and destruction the chairman I, of the joint chiefs of staff said that exact yeah. same thing the other day well, He's, I, he said uh, this lopsided bombardment of yeah. all of the Gaza Strip is driving people yeah. more towards Hamas yeah because they see Hamas yeah. as as some kind of safety yeah which is completely incorrect because they're the ones that want palestinian deaths and use them as shields for exactly this purpose he said israel may be getting a tactical 
win with all of this, but yeah. they're not getting a yeah. psychological that's win part of, at all. That's part of the Hamas plan, and right. that's why you can't like dispute atrocities. Hamas wants you to know they recorded it. Mm-hmm. There's video. Like they don't, you know, this is part of their plan. Right. Is the systemic rape and torture and all of it? You yes. know, it's it's uh, ay, ay, ay. Um, it's I, complicated. God. Okay, which is perfect for talk radio. <laughs> Just, just built yeah. for nuance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Um, this part of the interview, the Liz Cheney interview with uh, Maddow yesterday, uh, she said she ran to the Capitol after an ar- alarming Trump White House phone call plotting to overturn the election, which she secretly listened in on. Mm-hmm. Don't you love that they didn't know she was listening? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, lizard. Dear lizard, lizard, lizard. <laughs> Um, on that call, uh, Maddow says, Trump lawyer Jenna Ellis describes what they're envisioning for January 6th. Uh, in the scenario Ellis described, when Pence was presiding, he could either refuse to open or refuse to count the electoral votes. They don't necessarily know you're on this call. You're listening in just two days before January 6th. Um, Cheney says, yeah, I dialed into that phone call and listening to them describe how these fake electors were going to be used and the fact they anticipated Vice President Pence was going to use them to refuse to count the legitimate electors was certainly a moment of intense concern. As I got off that call, I ran into the Capitol, into the office of the parliamentarian to say, you know, wait a minute, this is what I'm hearing is going to happen. What do we do about it in joint session? How do we stop this? Um, anyway, she said, I later learned through investigation the vice president that Pence and his counsel were having discussions with the Senate parliamentarian and the vice president, you know, ultimately did his duty bravely. Okay, that's where we part ways again. No, stop with this whole Mike Pence is a brave patriot and a hero. As we know from John Charles reporting, he wasn't going to go. He yeah. said, oh, it'll be too hurtful to my friend. friend. Meaning the friend that wants to hang him. Yeah. And, I, and, oh, there's too much uh, whatever, and he's desperately calling Dan Quayle. Can I get out of this? And how do I? I mean, come on. He's de- Literally, that's a profile of cowardice. Is mm-hmm. He only did it when he absolutely was told there just is no other way legally around this. Right. But he tried everything he could. So please, lizard. Please, lizard. That was a guardrail that was damaged but held. Yes. But the guardrails, as you right. said yesterday, Chris, they're rickety. Yes. The they, they've rickety. been damaged. Yes, exactly. They can't hold again. Exactly. Uh, one last one, uh, Liz Cheney. That last is night. why it's so fundamentally important that we we ensure Democrats, Independents, Republicans that we we work together, we vote together, we make clear that Donald Trump is not an acceptable alternative. He is not the lesser of two evils. He is a completely unfit man for office. He's already shown us what he would do, and he can never be near the Oval Office again. Oh. Now we agree again, and you are pure magic. <laughs> Kenton, Wisconsin has found the, the whole in my car story, and that is that, Kent, I was entirely too young to drive in uh, 1983, correct? How could you drive then? You wouldn't have even been over 40, hardly. Well, I was very mature for my age. My mom got a, a you know a booster seat for me. Oh, yeah. phone books. So I was the only two-year-old then driving in Buffalo. <sighs> Well, love you all. All right, love I you hope too. To see how'd you, how'd you reach the pedals? What's that? Can't, we can ask Francis. I hope to... Wait I... a minute. You wedged a Francis Callier short joke in there? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I get those little sticks. I had those little sticks Francis oh, uses. Okay. Yeah, and a bunch of phone books and uh-huh. a booster seat. Okay. Fortunately, the driving conditions in the winter in Buffalo are fine for novice oh, yeah, drivers. Absolutely. Novice two year olds. It was the booster seat you stole from Denny's. <laughs> yes. Little legs. Yeah, All exactly. Right. Ron, uh-huh. in, Ron in Sacramento. <laughs> Hello, Ron. 
Is this me? Yes. Hello? Yes. Oh, Rick. I'm sorry. Oh, Rick, this, Rick, this, Rick. This is Rick. Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, I have one question for any Trump supporter or anyone who wants to diminish our concern about the end of democracy. Yes. If Trump wins election next year, do you think he will voluntarily leave office in 2029? No. 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 Everyone that knows him, so including Liz Cheney, says, says the answer so. is yeah. no. Yeah. Computer says no. Okay. And scene for right. our democracy. Yeah. Okay. We have to keep our country gate open. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. One minutes uh, after the hour. Um, okay, we've been talking about the Middle East because it's so much fun. It is. <laughs> um, you know, I something was tickling my brain, and I'm glad someone Bella's mic tweeted about it. Christopher Webb exposes the hashtag abandon Biden BS as an op by people who never supported Biden in the first place. Yep. It might be backed. Uh, by MAGAs, wouldn't be surprised if dark money from right-wing sources or Russians were involved. Absolutely. Remember Demexit? All oh, the people yeah. are going to leaving the Democratic yep. Party. Oh, black people aren't going to vote for, you know, the Russians were all, like, trying to oh, yeah. stir up racial tensions. Um, and the guy behind it, CalExit left California. Yes, CalExit, exactly. And, and moved to Russia. Yeah. Of I remember course. that guy. Yeah. Of course. But this is the whole, like, oh, Muslims are going to abandon uh-huh. Biden and, oh, you know, we don't care if it hurts, you know, whatever. You know, we we have to teach Democrats a lesson and all this crap, yeah. you know, so we're going to vote for Muslim ban, expel every Palestinian yeah. from America party. Give me a break. Um. Okay. Um. Yeah. Charlotte Clymer, uh, who we love on the Twitter, said Hamas used rape as a weapon of war. They intentionally raped and murdered Israeli women on October 7th. The refusal of some to acknowledge this completely undermines the cause of Palestinian liberation. Hamas is not synonymous with Palestinians. Stop rationalizing their brutality. Mm-hmm. And it, it again, you can hold two thoughts that the, the Israeli bombing is also uh, 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 brutal mm-hmm. and uh, Hold, Deep please. breath. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to find. Yes. Uh, Dean Obadala uh, talks about the uh, Israeli business that was protested. He said the news notes that the restaurant was donating to a humanitarian organization, not the IDF. Um, he announced he would donate 100% of all sales to Friends of United Hatzlaza, something. It's a nonprofit emergency medical yeah. service. Uh, okay, but as we, as you know, Dean and others have said, it's just, it makes absolutely uh, no sense, you know, to, to the Jews here in America have nothing to do with Israeli policy as Palestinian, like this poor Palestinian student that got shot has nothing to do no. with Hamas. It no. doesn't to do with the politics of any of this. No. So uh, anyway, everyone just shut the up and act right. Oh, wow. You raised your voice. She's in a I state. Did. Deirdre in uh, Annapolis. Hello, Deirdre. Good morning. Good morning. So, I my head is ready to blow off. Uh-oh. I want to know how Michael Steele and Liz Kinney think the party they belong to wants them. When when I heard that he couldn't believe how smart and kind and listening the Democrats were to her when she was on the committee for for um you know, for against Trump. And I thought, so why are you still with them? 
What right. is going on? Why right. is Michael Steele still a Republican? I don't get it. Right. How have I known my whole life, I went even to... when my father was a Republican, yeah. that this isn't a party I want to be? Yeah, I um, you I know, I went through it. this um, Dieter with the Catholic Church. At some point, I just like I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school, well, but at some I, point, I, mean, I was like, I don't believe in any of these things. Why do I want to need to say I'm Catholic? So, right. I am now a member of the largest religious group in the world, which is ex-Catholics. I'm one. Oh, there you are. I'm oh, a recovering hi. Catholic. Yes, yes, me too. Well, no, I was a practicing Catholic, and then I got so good I went professional. Oh. <laughs> now I don't need to practice anymore. Chris. Yes. Who said every one of us, Republican, Democrat, Independent, must work and vote together to ensure that Donald Trump and those who have appeased, enabled, and collaborated with him are defeated? This is the cause of our time. Pope so, John Paul II. No, that was a good guess. That was uh, the lizard again. That would be Liz Cheney. I see. Mm-hmm. All right. And this one, Bob tweets, uh, Trump will be simultaneously covered as a normal candidate while he's on trial, while Clinton was covered as if she was on trial while she was a normal candidate. Thank you. Have I ever mentioned Jody? Are you angry about anything? I think you're angry about something. I don't know what it is. Though. I will die mad. Um, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Can't think of it. Okay. Yeah. All right, Charles. <laughs> Charles in Miami. Hello, Charles. Hey, how you doing, Mama? Hi, go ahead. Hi, um, I keep hearing all of these people saying, well, these Democrats saying that they won't vote for Biden. And I was kind of worried until last night I was watching the news and I, it just hit me, you know. Um, they're going to regret saying that because it's almost the same equivalent as defund the police. You know, huh? there was, you know, there were some people that said defund the police and then they turned around and said, I never said it when it became unpopular. So... I believe in what Joe Biden is doing to the administration. And, of course, we can't stop someone like Netanyahu, um, you know, he's a tyrant. Yeah. Sorry, Charles, I'm having a little bit of a hard time with your it was, phone. It was but a little muffled. <laughs> it was a little muffled, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was he talking through a sock? I couldn't, uh, something. I thought maybe it was just my radio ears. Um, Amar tweets, uh, wow, House Republicans admit Biden impeachment stunt is, quote, to give Trump a little bit of ammo to fire back and say Biden has also been impeached. Yep. Oh, my God, here it is again, the Pee Wee Herman strategy. Yep. I, you're impeached. I, I know you have, but what am I? Uh, for what it's worth, Representative I, Troy Nell's I Republican. I you are, but what am I? Republican of Texas, one of Trump's most vocal supporters in the House, has not shied away from pushing for Biden's impeachment in part to play politics. If Trump, who has been impeached twice as the 2024 nominee, Neil, said he wants to give Trump a little bit of ammo to fire back. So as Midas Touch says, there you have it. Admitting it is completely. I mean, how does James Comer go out in public, let alone on TV? I, he only goes on Newsmax. Yeah. Where they give him cover. Yeah. I think, oh, Dean Obadala was the first one I saw it from. Oops. GOP's James Comer's latest Biden bombshell appears to be nothing more than Hunter Biden paying $4,000 in car payments. Oh. By the way, Google what a, a Chevy Sprint cost in 1983. And that's how much I had to pay my mom back. I'm going to guess it was it's pretty cheap. I guess it was probably about that. Was yeah. it used or was it new? I think it was new. It was 1985 or 84? Yeah. Probably 4,000. I must say 83 when I was 4,000 something, maybe? Yeah, see? There goes my Senate seat. I, I, wow. I, I watch Put the Prices Right from the 80s every day. Charlie Pierce <laughs> and Cliff Schechter coming up. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
vote for Donald Trump uh, may mean the last election that you ever get to vote in. And again, I, I don't say that lightly, um, and it, it, I think it's heartbreaking that that's where we are, but people have to recognize that, that a vote for Donald Trump is a vote against the Constitution. Thank you, Liz Cheney. It's hard to say that. God bless the United States. That's what I say. Okay, we God have- bless the United States. Indeed. Oh, speaking of gifts that he uh, keep will giving. keep on giving from the orange chlamydia that has infected our country and we remain infected. All right. Uh, is, you know, covidiacy. Um, this just in. Uh, Dr. Tran tweets, uh, first COVID wastewater data after Thanksgiving shows a significant increase in infections post-holiday. Uh, the number of new infections a day has increased by 40%. The number of people currently infected has jumped to one in every 39. We know anecdotally, Dan Goldberg had it last week. Uh, my friend Karen has it. It's uh, time to play all the old hits, right? Our Corona's back. I need toilet paper, toilet paper, toilet paper. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Toilet paper is my Corona. I need toilet paper. Well, that sounds fun. Why am I out here risking my life? Corona, where's a damn working space? That's my face. Wait, I think I finally got my Corona. Stop it. Don't be manic. Go inside. No organic? Oh, no. I'm GMO. Jesus Christ. Now I panic. I'll die. My, 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 my Corona. All right. That's somebody not as good as Rocky Mountain Mike, but we can't think of... Uh, Rocky Mountain Mike, what's the title? We have COVID holiday songs, COVID don't safari. we? Corona Safari. Okay, we play that all the time. I know, I know we play that. That's the only there's, one. I know there's COVID holiday songs, Mike. Help us. Okay. Uh, Jeff Tiedrich says, breaking, new Biden scandal drops. Uh, in 1975, Joe Biden bought his son Hunter an ice cream cone. James Comer has the receipt. <laughs> Ron tweets, uh, every morning I wake up to scan the headlines hoping that James Comer doesn't find out I gave my daughter $40 to go to a movie last year. $40 to go to a movie? Well, you know, if you want snacks and stuff and parking, right? It's $20 to go to the movies. Yeah. God, Grandpa, have you not been to the talkies lately? Not when I have it at home. (laughs) It's true. I haven't either. (laughs) Okay, then. God, Grandma. Okay. This is uh, Liz Cheney with uh, Savannah Guthrie yesterday. So I'll put it to you very plainly. Will you vote for President Biden if Donald Trump is on the other side of the ticket? We don't know yet who the the, uh, nominees are going to be. Certainly, I hope that the Republicans don't nominate Donald Trump. But if Uh, they do. But I will never vote for Donald Trump, and I will do whatever it takes uh, to make sure that Donald Trump is defeated. Including a vote for Biden? I will do whatever it takes. Huh? All right, I'll take that answer. Okay. I'll take that answer. I will take she's, that answer. She's voting for Biden. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and Nicole Wallace has uh, Liz, Liz Cheney today. Thank you, Nicole. No, come on. Let's let's wrap yeah, up Cooper. this whole child rearing yeah. thing and let's get back to work. Anderson Cooper has, has uh, Liz Cheney tonight. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. One more. Donald Trump has told us exactly what he will do. He will not abide by the rulings of the courts. Uh, he uh, will certainly appoint people to office whether or not they can be confirmed by the Senate. Um, he uh, has talked about using the military uh, in terms that uh, really are fundamentally un-American, uh, including here in the United States. So it's a very dangerous moment, and it's a moment for people to understand that that, that cannot be the path that we go down as a country. 
Uh, yeah, a story about Trump pardoned a long list of MAGA Republicans and loyalists who were either convicted of serious crimes or pled guilty to them, including Steve Bannon, oh God, Roger Stone, Michael Flynn. It really is all the Bat- I don't know, Batman villains. Arkham all the, Asylum. All the things let out of the box and Ghostbusters, whatever. That's right. what a second Trump turtle looked like. <laughs> Um, the Washington Post describes the prominent role that uh, pardoned Trump loyalists are playing in his 2024 campaign. Trump's clemency orders forgave more white-collar crimes than any other type of offense. Tax scoff laws, health care fraudsters, corrupt politicians, Ponzi schemers all benefited. Uh, several had donated to Trump's campaign or had the resources to do so in the future. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. You thought the first time was a grift, right? Yep. Uh, Michael and Old Oakland are a pro boner lawyer. Hello. <coughs> I resemble that remark. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, the other interviewee on Rachel Maddow last night was Amy Walter from Cook Political Report. Uh huh. And she she gave some interesting information. She said that Trump's support now seems high, but it is no higher than he ever got at at the time that he basically was losing to Biden in 2020. You know why you can't miss a moment of this show, Michael? Because I read your tweet saying this exact thing about an hour ago. Oh, well, I apologize. I need to repeat myself. But, yeah, he's got a feeling. But you made a good point that, that Go you know, you, you, what do you think his support is going to grow after he's convicted? I mean, it, it, it's that really is true. If you need to settle your rumbly tumbly, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, there there are some things. We're a year almost out from the election. There's a lot that's going to happen, and I've I've and other people said this before. The polls do not ask who do you intend to vote for on election day. Yeah. And if the election were held today, who would you vote for? Right. And it's all based on a model as to who they select. And if they ask about what people's plans were on election day, they get like 25% undecided, which is not good for the media horse race. The media wants yeah. to present a horse race. That's right. So yep. uh, it, oh, Biden has to get stronger and we need to get rid of RFK. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yes, she, Amy Walter had some polling prevacid for our rumbly tumbly. <laughs> sometimes it works. Sometimes it, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Stuart in Austin. Uh, hello, Stuart. Uh, uh, presumably doing your job keeping Austin weird. Hello. I work very hard at that, <laughs> I must say. Um, yeah, I, I did want to address a little bit about uh, the situation with uh, Israel and Palestine. Yeah. Uh, my master's uh, project was on the development of Zionist thought, so uh, I tend to I had to work real hard to pare this down to, so that I don't digress too much into obscure detail. Mm-hmm. Are you okay. going to do your entire thesis? <laughs> what What was your What was your point? Oh, he left already. Oh, darn it! I was hoping that he would read his entire thesis. Oh, was it going to be a poem? On the he's going to sing origins it? of Zionism. Okay, he's going to sing it because we know how. All right. Love when oh. people sing on the oh, on the okay. phone. All right, hi Sue in Rockville. Hello. <laughs> uh, no singing, and I'm uh, staying away from all that. Uh, okay. I wanted to just share with you that good old Dr. Peter now has COVID oh. because right. we went out to dinner with friends Friday night, and I just got a message this morning that my friend uh, he tested positive. So 
Peter tested and has 101 and has COVID, which I do not. I'm testing negative for the moment, but it's everywhere. It's it's everywhere. Um, But I do have some good news. So that was the bad news part. I started with bad news, but here's the good news. Judge Michael Ludwig, who many of us know, who was a very conservative judge, he wrote last yesterday, the causes of our time are American democracy and the rule of law. So the American Bar Association president, Mary Smith, has convened a blue ribbon task force for American democracy to steady, protect, and preserve the faltering, our faltering democracy in the years ahead. So we have a whole judicial system that recognizes the clear and present danger Trump and his fascists are, and we know it. We have Democrats and independents, and even Liz Cheney, who know what a clear and present danger he is and his followers. And I think we're seeing those glimmers, which I mentioned yesterday, of a corporate media that's finally waking up to the stakes of this next election. So I'm feeling, even though I don't feel good, I'm still feeling a little better about the state of our democracy, that people are finally rallying to say, holy moly, this isn't a horse race. This is democracy versus fascism. Yep. And we know what we want. Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, One more. Leaser. He won't support and uphold the Constitution. We've already seen what happened. Uh, He is the only president in American history who attempted to overturn an election, who attempted to seize power, to stay in power after he had lost. Um, And the reason that we didn't have a much more serious crisis was because there were people around him who stopped him. Because there were people around the country, state officials, for example, who stopped him, who did not yield to the pressure that he put on them to change votes from Biden to Trump. Yeah. Uh, One more, Liz Cheney, yesterday. It's painful for me as someone who, you know, has spent her whole life in uh, Republican politics, who grew up as a Republican, to watch what's happening to my party uh, and and to watch the extent to which Donald Trump himself um, has, uh, you know, basically determined that that, uh, the only thing that matters is uh, him, his power, his success. And um, that is not somebody you can entrust with the power of the presidency. Uh, Republicans are secretly dreading a second Donald Trump presidency almost as much as Democrats. This is such a cowardice party. Uh, Representative Max Miller said, one thing I'm pretty certain of is that the leadership is all up in the air, and I don't think any of them survive after this term. I mean, I just have to hope enough people, even just for their own self-interest, will come together to stop this threat. Because, you know, they're they're all going to get called rhinos and, you know, swamp and blah, blah, blah. Uh, one last one from Savannah Guthrie. Do you believe if Donald Trump were elected next year that he would try to stay in office beyond a second term? That he would never leave office? There's no question. There's you think no he would question. try to stay in power forever? Uh, absolutely. I mean, he's already done it once. And in fact, if you look at what he did in the run-up to January 6th in terms of his pressure on the vice president not to count legitimate electoral votes, his pressure on the Department of Justice, on state officials, and then refusing to send help when the Capitol was under attack, um, he's already attempted to seize power. And he was stopped, um, thankfully, and, and for the good of the nation and the republic. Uh, but, but he said he will do it again. He's expressed no remorse for what he did. Okay, Um, here's the thing I I think we should keep our eye on. I loved our little stem cell, Victor Sheet, talking about one of his college professors, told them all, you know, right before finals, take your device out, make sure you're registered. Um, 
that's what we got to do. Keep our heads down, keep our eyes on the prize, because this is the stuff we have to worry about. Uh, MAGA activists target eligible voters for removal ahead of 2024 vote. Register, get everyone you know registered, check and recheck to make sure you have not been purged. Uh, Far-right activists are are, uh, fighting to purge voter registration rolls ahead of the 2024 presidential election, and eligible voters are getting caught in the crosshairs. Of course, that's the point, right? CBS News reporting fueled by doubts about the 2020 election, an army of conservative activists is pouring over state voter lists looking for registration errors that can be used to file what are known as voter challenges, questioning the registrations of thousands of Americans. The undertaking, which includes the involvement of a lawyer tied to Trump's alleged efforts to overturn the election, tends to affect, oh gee, here's a shock, tends to affect minority or younger voters who may be more statistically likely to vote Democratic. Um, The report became ground zero for the Movement after Republicans in the state in Georgia pushed through a law allowing citizens to file an unlimited number of challenges against fellow voters within their own county. Um, more than 80,000 challenges have been filed against just Georgia voters, many of them a loose network of about a, a dozen conservative activists. So we are not only going to have to fight for our democracy, but for our right to vote yeah. in this next election because they're going to try every manner of rat. It doesn't matter if it's Donald Trump or Nikki Haley or who their uh, right. stupid nominee is. Pardon me. They're dumb. Yes. Yeah. Anybody looks good next to Vivex Ramaswamy. I'm so sick of this. Oh, Nikki Haley's the new thing. I'm like, of course she. Vivek Ramaswamy is like not just unlikable. He's the most irritating human in the yeah. world. So anyone's like, oh well, she seems better than him. I guess. I I'm gonna miss Doug Burgum. Yeah, I was really fully enveloped in Bergamentum, weren't you? Oh, yeah. I thought he already dropped out. No, no, he was still in until yesterday. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh Uh-huh. What percentage of Americans knew he was in? Uh, Hmm. What percentage? I don't know. What percentage of Americans have ever heard of him? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Stephanie Miller. Look what the homosexuals have done to me. Stephanie Miller. liberal cliff Schechter coming up and charlie pierce just after the bottom of the hour marie in atlanta hello marie hello. good morning thanks for taking my call yes, can you hear me ahead. yes yeah. go ahead okay all right thanks um yeah so karen in chicago um in her comments this morning she makes me want to gay marry her and have her baby yes Aww. yes she, yes and she has a spectacular so rack may i just say <laughs> that yes i've seen it yeah. <laughs> yes um she's right you know liz liz Cheney voted for Trump policies 90% of the time. And, you know, all of her statements about she supported Democratic candidates when election deniers and extremists were running against them, I just, I, that fell flat with me because didn't her daddy Darth get in office based on an election denial? So why now is election denialism her red line? Yeah. The only conclusion I can come to By the way, is that Trump served a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just that, you know, speaking of which, like Sandra Day O'Connor, I get I get it that compared to today's right wing yeah. lunatic corrupt, you know, right wingers on the court, 
um, she seems great, mm-hmm. but don't forget she Bush v. Gore. Yep. You know, she did when this started. That, getting you know presidents appointed that were not elected. I'm sorry, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, and so that that leads me to the conclusion with regard to Liz Cheney. I, I think it's that Trump served a purpose, and that was to sign whatever the Republican House and Senate could get through. Um, and now that he's becoming more and more chaotic, and he's doing things that they don't—they like the policies, they don't want the person. Right. I think now she's trying to get rid of him. Right. Um, I can I want to warn people? As yeah. our uh, official uh, prosecutor of the Stephanie Miller show until Fawny Willis is available, mm-hmm. and then we're going to dump you like a bad habit. Um, <laughs> are Trump's lawyers just, I, is the plural term doofy, but did they, they missed the deadline, yeah. right? To get, he's trying to get the yes. gag order. You know, I, 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 uh, Donald Trump seeking, right, the New York Supreme Court review after an appeals court reinstated the gag order, and this is the New York yeah. civil trial. Trump requested his appeal be directed to, uh, I don't know, this judge shopping, someone who had stayed the gag order, but they missed the deadline, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Are, okay, are they exactly. doing it on purpose, or are they just this incompetent? <laughs> I, I would say they are both. Okay. <laughs> they are that incompetent, but a lot of the things that they're arguing before these courts in all candor, these are well-settled principles in many cases, and they're, again, just trying to run down the clock, just trying to extend, extend, delay, find ways to keep this, these, any of these things from going to trial. So, you know, yeah. having missed the deadline, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I, I do think they're doofuses. Yeah, doof, doofi, I think, yeah. it's the plural. Thank yeah, you I so think, much. I think it is doofuses, Is actually. it? Yeah. All right. Let's look that up during okay. the break. We'll Google that. Okay. Thank you, Maria. We appreciate it. All right. 29 minutes after the hour. Charlie Pierce, next. Trump told John Bolton, I don't give a shit about NATO. And Bolton has said that. In his view, the only reason Trump didn't act on it is because he and Rex Tillerson and Mike Pence and Mike Pompeo prevented him from doing it. Um, None of those people will be in the White House or anywhere near the White House in Trump's second term. Um, All of them have criticized him since 2020. Uh, He will not rehire them. Instead, he will have a cohort of officials who are either people who don't care about NATO and don't care about America's alliances around the world, uh, or are actively hostile to them. I don't know. What uh, you're yeah, this is the Stephanie Miller show. Stephanie Miller is uh, <laughs> not, I'm not here. She's not she's here. Not here. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm here. Uh, yes, Jody, you're here. I'm here. The dogs are here. I have a and, dog on my and arm. We also have someone here. There's only one man there now that understands, and that's the author of Idiot America. Pierce. Pierce. Charlie Pierce, political columnist for Esquire.com. Why is everybody always laughing with me? Hello, Charles. Good morning, Charlie Pierce. She's boycotting my segment because I said mean things about Liz Cheney. I don't think that is true. There she is. <laughs> hey. Hi. Oh, no. Am I late? Did we jingle? Yeah, we, we, jingled. we jingled and oh, yeah, but we haven't we haven't talked about Charlie. Charlie, you're having good cataract surgery. What's... Yeah, well, you know, I've been telling people for a couple of years now that if uh, if the former president gets elected again this fall, I'm going to stick a knife in my eye. <laughs> so I figured I'd get used to the, the process. 
<laughs> you yeah. no, I'm actually I'm having I'm having a cataract removed from my left eye, yeah. so I don't Today. look at the world Today. through an ice cube anymore. And yeah. uh, everybody tells me that it's it's a wonderful thing. It's like yeah. seeing a whole new world. Still well, screwed up, but you know, you, seeing a whole new world clearly. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to happen this afternoon. You well, you know, but you, I my only thoughts were my segment. So, <laughs> oh. well, we thank you for you, appearing with us yeah. today. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you also, well, you, I got nothing else to do. I can't even eat. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I you have wrote, to. I have to use my. I have to use my trifecta of eye drops. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Well, that you was wrote, the exciting part of the morning. I would like to have and, a calendar uh, year without surgery. I want you to know my friend Rob, I think, has you beat. He had cataract surgery, gallbladder, and a bypass <laughs> in this past year. Well, the only one of those I haven't had in the last half decade is, is the bypass. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's keep it. Let's that keep way. it that yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so you had some thoughts and some feelings on uh, Liz Cheney <laughs> last night. You said the redemption of Liz Cheney is now blessed by liberal MSNBC and kindly Doc Maddow. She's still a reactionary acorn that has not fallen far from the poison tree. She was like that, but she was that before. She is that now. She will wake up as that tomorrow. Um, I was saying I love that Rachel's whole first half hour was I hate. Everything Liz Cheney and her family have ever stood for. Anyway, hi Liz, how are you? <laughs> Let's save democracy. Look, I've been I've been wary of our new Republican allies for a while now. Yeah, I mean, I don't I believe in all hands on deck, but that doesn't mean all hands on the bridge. Right. Yeah. You know, you you stay on deck and and you know scrape the rust and 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 you know fire the guns when we tell you to, but you're not right. You know, you're not on you're not on the bridge. You're not at the wheel. Uh, but even with that, Liz Cheney is a bridge far too far. This is a woman who defended torture. You know, Liz, you're worried about your kids growing up uh, in a world where, you know, there's no peaceful transfer of power. I'm worried about my kids having grown up in a world where Americans torture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. That's that to me is, is, well, is that's just that's just, you know awful to me i i can't go there with her and as you you know often write about it's just you know because you've been writing about this for so long she is part of what built this problem the republican party didn't just become this and and they're all part of this yesterday michael Steele was chairman of the republican national committee and i like michael Steele. i think he's a good guy and he's very funny but you know his you know his fingerprints are on this disaster too yeah yeah, I mean, it just, it, what, it, there's a whole environment they, that enabled Donald Trump, right? to hijack the entire resistance movement yes. in terms of the media. Yeah. yeah. I mean, MSNBC is a, it's like an old-timers game for the Heritage Foundation now. What does that mean? Uh, all of the people You're, that used to be part of the, the Heritage Foundation. Oh, I are, see. The, like, uh, yeah, yeah Michael Steele's and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I see. The former Republicans. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you made a good point. By the I way. don't think I have ever told a joke that has fallen that flat before. Sorry, I didn't realize it was a joke. <laughs> I mean, that's, that sucker got run over by the Nimitz. <laughs> it's your pre-surgery malaise. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, I haven't even gotten the good drugs yet. You make a point in your uh, ballot of George Santos piece that more Republicans voted to keep him than voted to to get rid of him, but 105 of them bucked their leadership to vote yes. But, you know, as a whole, they're still a party that allows a George Santos. 
Yeah, I mean, shouldn't I mean, shouldn't that have been the easiest vote in the world? Right. I mean, you know, I you know, respect for you know Baruch College volleyball stars, you know, <laughs> only goes so far. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you know, yeah, I think uh, as I think John Fugelsang said, it would be better for us had they kept him to just you know have him around politically to hang around their necks. But I you know, I again, they whatever oh, they gonna, do seems you know to be out of self interest. He's going to be around politics. He's going to be he's going to be the horsefly in American politics for a while now. Yeah, at least we get rid of our crooks. I don't know why I just love this uh, Robert Menendez story today. Last week we covered that uh, his lawyer, his middle name is actually Gold Bars. Because yeah. he once took payment in gold bars right. from some other crook. Yep. So at least four gold bars found in an FBI search of Senator Menendez's home had been directly linked to a New Jersey businessman now accused of bribing Menendez. Oh, those nasty serial numbers. <laughs> did they find, I mean, did they, did they, didn't, didn't they find them in his sock drawer or something? Yes. Isn't, the only the gold remind, bars? Who was the guy, Jefferson, they found the, the cash in his freezer? It was literally in cold In the freezer, that's right. The yeah. guy from Louisiana. Yes, you took us through a you know a Republican crooks past the ghosts of Christmas past. Do I you think Jefferson traffic was a Democrat. I'm, huh? I'm fairly sure Jefferson was a Democrat. Yeah, Jefferson was a Democrat, but yeah. you went yeah. through the whole uh, James Trafficant, just uh-huh. in you know the ghosts of oh, GOP yeah, crooks he past. He was one of my he was one of my favorites, without question, the worst toupee in the history of American politics. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, the, the guy made Donald Trump look like Fabio. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I... Uh, and another one goes... Whack. No. No. Oh, is that also a joke? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, could use, uh, I could use some freaking sympathy laughs here. It's going to take my time for four okay. hours. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> um, you know, I, I it'll be... It is interesting. It'll be interesting to see uh, Liz Cheney with Nicole Wallace today. Speaking of, you know, I was saying this whole... Uh, oh, no. They're all they're dancing partners. is. Yes, that's what I mean. It won't be interesting at all. <laughs> Let her go on with Tom Hartman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Has she called us? I'm sure I've... She's, yeah. She's, she's, she's got a, like a fart. Hotmail account. It keeps bouncing yeah. back. Oh, really? So. She's got a like <laughs> fart jokes. Okay. Um... Yeah, but I, I, you know, it, I, I will say the one thing she said is true. It is a fire alarm fire, and I know you read the probably some of the Atlantic pieces just warning the same no, thing. No, I, I, and and again, it, David Frum and and uh, yeah. and Bill Crystal and, and Lincoln Project. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you who who by who by the way didn't move a single vote in twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, we all know, we all know, you know, who who who, who won the election, mm-hmm. and it's the same people. Who, who own the world now? Yeah, as French would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, am I speaking Finnish or something? No, no. <laughs> we're on surgery delay. Um, but you know, I do think that we were saying, uh, um, sure, mock my disability. You Zionist hoodlum. We were saying. <laughs> But we were saying it's never, you know, you never know the right amount of alarm. We, we, you know, Cook Report talking about how he doesn't have any more support. Trump doesn't have any more than he had in 2020. And, you know, people have made the point. What do you think he's going to get more support after convictions? You know, so well, I, I, I advise everybody who is on the, uh, the is still on the electric musk meter to go and read the thread that Greg Sargent from The Washington Post put up today. Yeah. Where he says enough with the doom and gloom. Let's be vigilant. Let's realize that we're on the right side of all this stuff, and let's go to work. And by the way, I would add to that, 
as Molly, as the late Molly I would used to say, let's have fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this idea of a, oh, it, it, Greg makes the point that a lot of people seem to think that this, you know, Trump authoritarianism is a done deal already. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a terrible attitude to have in December before the election. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I think it, I don't want us to get complacent like 2016, but you're right. You want you want to, you know, I, I think not because I think the biggest threat is apathy is us getting like, you know, looking at the polling and getting either, you know, depressed or just going, oh, God, you know, it's inevitable. And then that's exactly what they want. No, absolutely. I mean, and, and you know, I, I'm still I'm still rooting like hell for his coronary arteries. What can I tell you? <laughs> Uh, oh, really? Mocking his disability? Are you, Charlie? Really? Okay. I'm entitled. Today, I'm entitled. You are. Between now and four o'clock this afternoon, I'm entitled to mock disabilities. So <laughs> let's talk for a second after Santos about the Republicans. So they got rid of their own let's speaker. Let's rub our nose first. What? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. They got rid of their own speaker. Mm-hmm. They uh, yep. Now they got rid of Santos. So uh, Eric Swalwell is predicting McCarthy will leave Congress in the coming weeks. I just, I'm going to laugh so hard if they just give us back the majority and Hakeem Jeffries becomes speaker. Because there's rumors that more than a couple others might leave as well. I mean, I don't know what you think the chances are. But You mean on the spot, on the spot or they're not going to run for re-election? No, just leaving. Uh, Swalwell said, with Santos gone, you're hearing it here first. The next GOP member to leave Congress will be Speaker McCarthy. No way he stays. A guy who kidney punches his colleagues from behind is too afraid to serve out a full term with them. I bet he's gone by the end of the year. And I've heard that elsewhere. I think, that, I think, I think Swalwell may be stirring the pot a little bit there. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, mean, I don't see Kevin McCarthy walking away. I think in his, in his deeply twisted political mind, uh, they're all going to realize the mistake they made and come back to him. Because Johnson is turning out to be an incredible embarrassment. Yeah. Well, and also... I mean, with his, involve, with his involvement in, in the white shoe half of the coup. Yes. And, and, this, and the fact that he's like... I mean, don't you miss the days, by the way, when religious fanatics used to go off in the desert or yes. go live in a monastery on the side of a cliff in Turkey? Yes. Instead of hanging around our politics? Mm-hmm. Yes. And did, cut their own penises off and drink the Kool-Aid, as we discussed yesterday. Not what was Kool-Aid, wrong with that? No. It wasn't Kool-Aid. They it was flavor aid. Flavor aid. Flavor aid. Yeah, but the stuff Cheney is saying I'm about pretty, how deeply I'm involved he was in the coup. Being mad, being mad at that. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> how deeply involved he was in the coup. It's just we just didn't know who he was. But now you're like, wow. And yeah, he was I mean, told he was, to he his was, face, he this he is unconstitutional. The, and he did he it anyway. One of, the, one of the primary legal beagles behind it. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, to an extent. And, and because he's soft-spoken... And, and because he seems to be, you know, relatively sane. I mean, he was a bigger threat than John Eastman was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was just a nut. I mean, you yeah. know, this guy, this guy is actually one cases based on ridiculous interpretations of religious freedom. Do you think he's currently asking to, to monitor uh, the three ways that moms, all the moms of liberty are having right now? The moms of labia? Yeah. How about the that? Moms of not, only is this, not only is this, not only is this clown down there on trial, uh, his menage a trois partner gives him up and says she's only in it for the lady. <laughs> I mean, how? 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 Yay how for the lady lake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. How, how dismal must that guy feel? Yeah, exactly. And, Charlie, and of course, he will not be. I, I suspect he will not be teaching his Bible class anytime soon. No. <laughs> we're sending tons of love and light, healing light, yep. uh, especially oh, for that one eye. Oh, thank you all. I feel it from. I feel it from here. I will be back seeing more clearly than I ever have before 
next week. We want you to have more than one good eye. That's right. So hurry back. <laughs> one good eye! <laughs> All right. Love you, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Bye. 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 Stephanie Miller. Prepare to be knocked on your ass. Uh, oh, where were we? Uh, we were. We played uh, Ann Applebaum, uh, one of the, the people. They did the whole, uh, yeah, the whole edition yeah. of Atlantic is about the threat Donald Trump poses. We'll see a very different set of policies. And remember, what's really important about NATO is that it's not just a treaty. It's a treaty that says, okay, everybody who signed it should, in theory, come to the aid of anybody else if they're attacked. But it's more than just a legal document. It's also a psychology you know, why don't the Russians attack Poland, given that so much aid for Ukraine is coming through Poland? The reason they don't do it is because they think the U.S. would respond. Right. Once they don't believe the U.S. will respond, you know, then why not do it? Yeah, I don't. We have Jake Sullivan talking about Ukraine. I, I just for the life of me, these uh, this party, this Republican Party has just become a bunch of traitors that wants yep. to help Putin. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else you, you put it. You know, it is in our United States interest, you know, to to help Ukraine and to stand with Ukraine. I I just here's Jake Sullivan real quick, national security advisor. I believe that any member of Congress who does not support funding for Ukraine is voting for an outcome that will make it easier for Putin to prevail. That is a vote against supporting Ukraine is a vote to improve Putin's strategic position. That's just an inescapable reality. That's not speaking to someone's motive why they chose to vote against it, that's just speaking to the outcome of their vote. A vote against supplemental funding for Ukraine will hurt Ukraine and help Russia. It will hurt democracy and help dictators. And we think that that is not the right lesson of history and that every member, Democrat and Republican, should vote to support this Thank you. How did we get to a place where somebody, a party in the United States is for the brutal dictator? that installed our president in 2016 that interfered in our election and engaged in a terrorist attack on a sovereign nation how did we i don't okay uh, john carl claimed tucker carlson revealed that trump is far more radical on ukraine than he lets on in public no kidding because what that's his foreign policy toward putin Car- uh, carlson revealed that trump agrees with the, with him that ukraine and the united states were to blame for the war and not russia what uh, he uh, he uh, he has expressed disdain for giving Ukraine financial and military aid. Trump w- has vowed to end the conflict by forcing Ukraine to negotiate to basically give them yeah. <laughs> give Ukraine to Russia. Uh, on a silver platter. Tucker Carlson's position on Ukraine, Carl writes, um, is basically Ukraine's the aggressor. That's just flat wrong. Uh, he's basically echoes what you see on Russian state television, and that's where Trump is, according to Tucker Carlson. He agrees with him. Do you remember that sound clip we paid? Tucker Carlson's like, I. Why shouldn't I say I'm rooting for Russia? Because I am. I'm like, really? You're vo- okay. I, it's like I don't understand the politics even in the Middle East. I we can understand. We can all say Netanyahu's a crook. His policies are brutal. You don't agree with all of them. But but Hamas is evil. It is a terrorist group. Like when when did all of this get so scrambled? Right? That that you know we stand. We're a democracy. We stand with democracies around the world, not with terrorists. Putin, as Zelensky said, is a terrorist. Hamas. Terrorists. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to spit on both of wow. you. Wow. I believe I did. You know, let's, let's put a spit guard up here. Uh, yeah, we need I one apologize. of those Salabar sneeze guards. All right. Alpha Liberal, Cliff Schechter next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Donald Trump's argument is really not that he's not corrupt or that he's not a liar. Rather, his argument is everyone is corrupt, everyone are liars, but I'm your crook, I'm your liar. Uh, you should be with me. Uh, and it's not just Donald Trump using this playbook, uh, it's also Republicans in Congress. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump gets impeached on a legitimate basis twice. So they're going to impeach Joe Biden illegitimately. And why? To dilute the stain, to accuse Joe Biden of the same kind of misconduct that Donald Trump committed when there is uh, obviously no misconduct in the case of Joe Biden. Yes. Thank you, Adam Schiff. You know, he's one of our favorite alpha liberals. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to run for Congress or Senate because I once uh, lent him money for a car. And it's going to be a whole (laughs) it's going to be a whole thing. Good morning, Cliff Schechter. Hello there. How yeah. are you? Yeah, you're welcome for the Dodge Dart I bought you. Whatever. I'm still waiting for those checks. <laughs> oh, do I owe you some money or something? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't even know how to drive a Dodge Dart. Can... What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I grew no, that was up in my New first York. car in high school. Can... It was I'm a Chevy Sprint my mom helped me buy. Okay. Cliff, it, can this party get any more ridiculous? Oh, dear God. I mean, James Comer literally on TV is like, we have this bombshell, blah, 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 blah. It, it's three payments of $1,300 to repay a, a car loan <laughs> Joe yes. Biden gave on her. Um, it's insane. But you know, what you, it was, that was Adam Schiff talking. Uh-huh. He exactly got that right. And that is why we must pressure the media so, so much. Because they've given up on getting people like Donald Trump. Donald Trump and Republicans, their approval ratings are in the toilet, right? Donald Trump has his 33% cult. Yeah. But the way they get that other 15, 14, 13%, whatever they need to sneak him in with an electoral college win, even though he'll lose the popular vote this time by four or five million probably, is by getting people to say they're the same. And it, yeah. it does worry me. I saw this the other night. I was with a friend of mine who's more conservative and can't stand Trump. But then he started in on all the Hunter Biden stuff. He's like, I have no home. They're all terrible. That's who they're going for. They're going for people like him who who are conservative and have realized that Trump is awful or moderate, whatever they are, they're right. Republicans. And if they can just get them to believe Biden is as bad or almost yeah. as bad. They don't. Then- they, they Have you asked your friend, does he care that Jared Kushner got two billion from the Saudis and that uh, Ivanka made 640 million while working in the White House and on and yeah. on and on? And, and in fact, then, I brought up those exact the Cutter like, blockade? Speaking of Cutter being in the middle of this Middle East thing, remember he threatened a blockade and, you know, blackmailed Cutter, yeah. Jared Kushner? 
I brought up those exact things. I'm like, so the guy who was working in government, the son-in-law, got $2 billion, which everybody said, including both Saudi and American agencies that looked at it like, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing and should never have that money. Ivanka got like 437 patents through China. You know, there, there was all this stuff going on. Hunter Biden, a private citizen who never worked in government. And you're going to tell me, oh, he may have used his dad's name to, to get ahead. May I introduce you to Roger Clinton, Neil Bush? You know, I mean, Meghan McCain definitely got that gig on The View because she's really, really smart. Like, incredibly smart. And she never and mentioned, to, to her credit, she never mentions who her dad is. No. Right, never, ever. I mean, the, the fact that Hunter Biden may have used his dad's name to get advantages, that's our society. That's the way it works. It shouldn't. But it does. That's nothing. He wasn't in government. It wasn't illegal. His dad didn't do anything. But, you know, he lent him money for a truck uh, and yeah. to, to, to Comer Pyle there. You know, that's uh, that right there. Is, oh, We're going with that's Comer That's a whole Simpson. hell of a lot of problems right there. I, I think maybe he bought him some grits, too. And, and <laughs> that's just illegal. We got to throw him. Sorry. I, we I go with Comer Simpson because we think ultimately he's just going to go back into the hedges. Don't <laughs> oh, sorry. I no bombshells. Whoops. I really wish he would go back into the hedges and just disappear. Yeah. It'd be nice for really all so, of civilized society. Yeah. And if he could take like Rand Paul and yeah. Ted Cruz. And With her, yeah. I'll go, if I actually list them all, we'll be here for another three hours. So I'll stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, you know, um, Chris, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, because oh. we've been together a long time. Yes. Um, I think I hate this Middle East story more than the um, uh, Obama Clinton primary, the Bernie Hillary primary, uh -huh. and the Iraq war all combined, all combined? together. Yeah. yeah, I think I hate this story okay. more than. All right. Hate, I hate, I can see your reasoning. Hate. Um, someone just tweeted at me. Uh, uh, a man from Florida tweeted at me. Cliff, uh, again, you're repeating the lie that the Palestinian resistance raped Israeli women, uh, just like the beheaded babies lie. Okay. Exhausting. <laughs> documented right. that they did this yes. because it was part of their plan, right. and they and they are not the Palestinian resistance. Right. They are a terrorist right. group, and yeah. I. Nobody except for conspiracy theorists. I mean, I, Cliff, as They're we said, as bad as, as attacking the MAGA, Jews right? or Jewish businesses or Palestinians here in America does exactly what? Does exactly all to help solve this Middle East crisis, right? I mean, it's of course all... it does not. I mean, it, it does help make it so that Jews make up two point six percent of the U.S. and are now suffer now are the victims of over sixty percent of hate crimes. So it helps there. It helps spread blood libel kind of accusations against Jews who have nothing to do with any of this. But here's the thing. These creatures, and for anybody who's going to try to take my words out of context, no, not Palestinians, Hamas, yeah. specifically yeah. terrorists. Yeah. These creatures, these subhuman, vile creatures that cut off women's breasts and raped women and then killed some of them in the middle and kept doing it. And any other disgusting, despicable thing that you can think of satanic they are the epitome of evil and if you can even defend anything about yeah. them then your maga go away yeah. i mean if this guy said this i'm sorry they had took such glee in this they videotaped it now i'd like yeah. to explain to this guy from florida see how video works is you videotape yeah. something and then we have a recorded image yeah and we can I mean, look at that accuse... recorded image and see Israel of lying. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I understand. I don't agree with all Israel's policies, and I hate Netanyahu. No. But I mean, you know, I mean, how, how do you? They videotaped this for a reason. It was part of their plan. They want you to see yeah. this. You know, this isn't. Uh, I mean, 
Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go I ahead. just get so I can't help it because this is personal to me. And, and you know, Netanyahu is is a war criminal, and I hope he's out of office as soon as possible. Yeah. I I obviously weep for um, I get upset about any innocent lives that are lost. But this was an attack by the group of people that were elected the leadership in Gaza, and of course they became authoritarians and didn't allow any more elections. But they were initially elected. Yeah, they attacked. They went into people's homes and into a peace festival and mass raped people and murdered and tortured and, and videotaped all of it with glee. Like they were on, they were having the best time of their lives. Yeah. I'm sorry for anybody who think, and that by the way was during a ceasefire. Yeah. So the response of some people is, okay, ceasefire right again. Let's just pretend none of this ever happened. No, yeah. you know, like, do I think Israel needs to be more careful when, when it comes to civilians? Absolutely. But the thing about war is, War is hell. War sucks. And when you're fighting a group of people in Hamas that put their headquarters under hospitals and put tunnels next to schools and, in, and, and, and store weapons in mosques, there's going to be innocent casualties. I wish they would take every precaution to, to prevent that. Yeah. And by but, the way, those who speak out, you know, against the Israeli government, as many of us do, you know, sure. also spoke out against our government. We went into Iraq. We, we invaded of a course. country that didn't attack us it, and killed God knows how many innocent civilians, you know. So but, you know, you have to, Cliff, when you think about can you imagine proportionally to the uh, population in Israel, if someone came across our border and did that? proportionally to the amount of people that Hamas did it to. What, like, can you imagine anyone telling America, oh, now be proportional and oh, no, cease fire and don't, you know, this is not, I mean. No, it, don't attack somebody. I mean, the thing, the problem with what we did is Iraq had nothing to do with 9-11. We had, we elected the Bush morons. Thank you. And they, and they went, they went also into Afghanistan and fought that war in about the stupidest way possible. It should have yes. been something we should and have Bush, sent special forces in for six months and or Bush so let to get Laden the guys go at Tora Bora for reasons I still don't right. understand. And then, you know, Obama took him out with one bullet, which is what we should have done in the first place, right? Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, Terrorists that murder and rape people, I don't care. You see, these are these folks who try to, you know, who, who I don't know what side of the spectrum they're on, try to say that everyone is equal. Everyone is equal. So I don't care if you're a terrorist who's white and Christian. I don't care if you're a terrorist who's Jewish. I don't care if you're, if you with glee go and find a group of people who are different than you and attack, murder, rape, torture them, you are the most horrific. You are subhuman. You don't deserve to exist on this earth as far as I'm concerned. And I don't care, that's the difference, is I don't care what your religion is. I don't care Thank what you. your ethnicity and Cliff, is. you know what, it's it's not hyperbole anymore to say whoever you hate, you, you, you can find a home in the Republican Party and with Donald Trump, because they are the oh, party yeah. of not just anti-Semitism, but, uh, you know, Islamophobia, misogyny, yes. homophobia. I mean, this poor, uh, I keep talking about the poor Palestinian student who was shot and is paralyzed from the neck down. That's horrible. Right, white the supremacist, ones in Vermont. White supremacist, I mean, misogynist, wife beater that was able to get a gun. Yes. And I feel the same way. I mean, you know, that guy, I don't know if they've even caught the person in Vermont yet. They shot the three Palestinian yeah, students. That's what I'm talking about. Can... That's the, the student oh, that was killed that's by the, the one fight. I... I'm like, I'm sorry, by this Islam Islamophobic too. white supremacist, you know? It, yeah, there was, there was another one, too, so I'm sorry. I guess I lost the thread on that story. Well, you know, that person should spend every every hour, as far as I'm concerned, almost, in solitary, locked in a tin can somewhere with, with the worst imaginable life for however long that scummy, miserable human, subhuman, excuse me, lives. It doesn't, again... That was a, a, the same kind of attack where he singled out Palestinians the way Hamas singled out Jews. And it's the same exact thing. Yep.
Yeah, like the little Palestinian boy that was stabbed, you know, and his mother. Yes. Just, I, I, that I, was the one I was thinking you meant. That's yeah, why I got yeah. I mixed up the two of them. So, yeah, both sides do not do it. Uh, there are not, you know, a, a, again, there we don't agree with every voice, everything everybody says on, on the left. But, you know, I, both sides do not do it. This is uh, um, Schiff talking again. Uh, you see it in, you know, people like Elise Stefanik accusing Nancy mm-hmm. Pelosi of being an authoritarian or an autocrat. It's absurd, but if they can persuade enough people that, oh, everybody does it, uh, then they hope to at least muddy the waters. Uh, They undoubtedly are aware Americans are deeply concerned with Donald Trump's anti-democratic plans, uh, his statements about terminating the Constitution, his intention to eviscerate the civil service, uh, and so much more, weaponize the Justice Department, and he is trying to muddy the waters. I mean, as a former, well, not former, you are, I guess, a Democratic strategist now. Um, you know, it used to be... I do strategize now and again. Yeah. <laughs> um, messaging, Democratic messaging strategist with a blue well, amp, by the way, for those of you keeping track. But, you know, it used to be the, it's, it's the economy stupid, right? But, like, we sell a T-shirt now, it's the democracy stupid. Right? Cause yes. that, that really is it, isn't it? Well, and they know it is, right? And they know they can't stop their fundamentalist, crazy you know, sort of base, a totalitarian base when it comes to their anti-woman beliefs. They're, they're wanting to, to, get, to ban choice. And, and, and that ties into the democracy message. That should be a part of it. And this is why we need, need to have an overarching narrative on that when I'm talking about messaging, but we need to have specific messages underneath that narrative about things Donald Trump has said he's going to do to the Justice Department, to the civil service, to to various branches of our government to destroy our democracy. And if we are smart, we will have joining Democrats out there, Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, Mitt Romney, if he's willing to do it, you know, any of these other folks who can come out and speak to it because people, this is about democracy. We can have our arguments with Liz Cheney later. Right now it's about protecting ourselves from this thug who will be just like Erdogan, who would be just like Putin if he had his way. And that, and they, as I said, that's why Adam Schiff is so good at this and is so smart and I'm such a supporter of his. Yeah. Because he gets what they're trying to do. He gets, they, they can't make Trump seem better. They can only make us seem worse. Yeah. And if mainstream media listens to them and then says, see, both sides do yeah. it. No, Trump and this whole party, they are traitors that side w- with the terrorists of the world, like like Vladimir Correct. Putin. Which, by the way, you know what I guess they love is like he he hates gays as much as they do. Again, like whoever you hate, right? That That's where, you know, well, they, the Republicans have found a home with Putin. Well, you know? Of course, he's a white nationalist. He found that was a way to consolidate power in Russia. Uh, just the way being a, a Muslim nationalist was a way to consolidate power in Turkey for Erdogan. You know, th- these guys follow a similar playbook, which is to get their core minor- majority of their population, or whatever it is, white Christian here, Muslim there, to hate everybody else and to and, and to scapegoat minorities. And the way he does this is he, and Adam Schiff has been on all of this, he attacks other countries. So he is he's allied with Azerbaijan, who's been attacking Armenia and threatening to go into the country for another genocide. 
Putin is behind that with Erdogan. Yep. He's been he Erdogan is behind he Hamas and behind Hamas. Iran. Thank you. They're they're allies of theirs. Don't yeah. think that this isn't all related. If there's crap going Thank on you. all over the world that's that is that is splitting up Democrats, splitting up you know liberal coalitions, they win and it keeps the eyes off of Ukraine and things that Putin is doing. I always say it, Cliff. It's all one story. Okay. Stephanie Miller. Get lots of sleep. Tomorrow we will all be risking our lives for freedom. Stephanie Miller. Uh, it's kind of an order. No, it's more of a suggestion. You should be dancing, but it's not a do it. Yeah, you don't do have the to, hustle. Yeah, yeah, you do the hustle. It's a should suggestion. You should, should be. be we don't mean to judge. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of judging, could you take your organ out for me, Chris? Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, uh, Cliff, speaking of terrifying religious theocracies, Yes. Whether it's Russia, whether it's Hamas. Um, From the Daily Beast, Mike Johnson's old clients are much more extreme than we knew. One spoke glowingly of killing gay people. Another said the government should be a terror to LGBTQ. One is tied to militant anti-abortion groups and became a January 6th rioter. I mean, that's one of the things coming out with this, you know, Liz Cheney book is, you know, we just didn't know who Mike Johnson was. But he is a full-on insurrectionist you know religious lunatic yes no i mean that's the thing and 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 that's that's the interesting thing why you know if you think about all this logically why it's all connected it is all the religious and political fundamentalists who want to tell every all of us how to live our lives who want to tell you who you can love what you can do in your bedroom what you're allowed to watch on tv and all of that whether they be christian nuts whether they be muslim nuts whether they be any other ones in india you've got modi and it's a whole different religion um you know the, this is what we have to fight against this is our fight this century against these sort of religious fundamentalists and political fundamentalists putin doesn't care but he's using the 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 you know the the church uh, to to you know, stand up and kind of hide behind in in uh, Russia, but it's the, it's the same with all of them, and that's how they justify. You know, MAGA Mike Johnson is Hamas. Mike Johnson is yeah. he, he would put women in, and and uh, he would put women and uh, doctors in prison for abortion, and perhaps actually execute doctors. I mean, this is who we're talking about here. He's a freaking lunatic. Yeah, and I didn't say that other word by the way. Right, <laughs> just to make sure. Um, and uh, don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah. Uh, and and I mean we need to start laying that out to people because the goofy loser, hey, me and my son check up on each other's porn. It's cool, man, guy that Mike Johnson's trying to be. Like, not weirdo. Weird. He's he's dangerous. Like, yeah. I know there, we have to point out what a weirdo he is, but yeah. he is dangerous. Dangerous, weird. Yep, 29 minutes after the hour, Cliff Schechter, alpha liberal, is here. I think there is a growing realization because people are taking Trump's words seriously. Over the course of this year, I think there's been a growing realization that this is a person likely to be the Republican nominee. But this is not the same candidate, I think, from 2016 and 2020. This is someone who has escalated that sense of rhetoric and is now promising policies to really put these things into action. Uh, 
Cliff Schechter, alpha liberal is here. Yeah, he just, I can't. <laughs> just I, Who was that, by the way? Uh, that was uh, Ann, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, Asted Herndon, CNN yeah. political analyst. Yeah. Um, See, that's what I mean. I wish he would put that more in it. He's now promising policies. Tell us what they are. Right. Tell us what he specifically is going to do. Yeah. I mean, our pressure has worked somewhat finally. The New York Times used the F word as in fascism about yeah. Trump. Finally, the Washington Post, they did a compare. Their, their headlines have gotten better. They've done comparisons yeah. of Trump's rhetoric to Hitler's rhetoric. You know, the, the Atlantic is coming with an entire, entire issue. Is about, yeah. Like, but this is what we need from all these guys. And they can't just say, oh, well, it's not news anymore because we reported it last week. It needs yeah. to be reported every yeah. day. I was listening to him this week. I mean, not only is half of what he says completely incomprehensible now, but it's just despicable and hateful. I'm talking about the Muslim ban. And I I think, you know, what depresses me sometimes, Cliff, is that there's any percentage of people in America that that look at this despicable racist creature and go, oh, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, that depresses me that that a full third of us look at that and like, he's awesome. That's what I want to be. Yeah. A guy who John Kelly is what second chief of staff said literally had every flaw he ever had seen in a human. In before. a human. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I don't know that he put it that way, but I'll put it that way. Every every flaw I'd ever seen in somebody. Stuffed into a disgusting um, orange hot dog casing. Exactly. All in this sort of husk of <laughs> leaking golden. Okay, I won't say yes. it. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This again uh, on CNN. And my colleagues who have been focusing on Trump 2025 really lay out three areas where he would really shift uh, in comparison to what the Trump we knew as presidency. That goes to kind of weaponizing the Justice Department, kind of as we heard, the, the sort of drain the swamp, fill, uh, uh, fill the, the, the uh, bureaucratic jobs with some people who are more supportive of Trump. Oh, my God. We uh, we went through the Rude Pundit actually applied for a job in the next Trump administration. Uh-huh. The application is hilarious. Yeah. Right. You know, which which part of Trump's sphincter do you like best? It's I mean, it really. Oh, my God. That is <laughs> right, so I'm maybe awesome exaggerating a little. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go find it in the thing and apply uh, just for fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. All right. Mean, one, so one last one, yeah. uh, Cliff. And it also you. goes sure. to expanding military powers for immigration and most importantly, just the general expansion of executive power. This is a president who's really pushing to really unify power in the executive branch and really go at the kind of checks and balances that have grounded American democracy for a long time. So although it kind of feels like a stale uh, a presidential race that might feature Biden versus Trump again, I think that's a mistake. This is a different Donald Trump. This is a radicalized Donald Trump. Bye. God, like he was moderate in the in the last administration. I mean, I think it is just. No. Like, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, this is terrifying. He, he was. He's every bit as crazy as radical and act like he's suddenly gotten worse. Maybe dementia's gotten worse. I have no idea. He, yeah. I mean, he says crazier things, sure. But no, what happened was is there were people, there were conservative people, there were people whose policies I don't like, but actually had some sort of belief in the Constitution and our system. I mean, some of these guys I can't stand, like Bolton and whatever, but even they yeah. had some belief. Now he's surrounding himself with all the people who, when he says, hey, we can just shoot a missile at the Mexican lab there, yeah. a drug cartel, and nobody will know where it came from, right? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, there's no such thing as radar. That. And he'll be like, we could just give nukes away. Remember, he wanted to do that to Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's How about the nuking a hurricane? That was yeah. a good idea. Oh, yeah. that's right. I like that one. That was solid. <laughs> 
Um, David Frome said, if a president can summon an investigation of his opponents or summon the military to put down protests, then suddenly our society would no longer be free. There would be no law, no more law, only legalized persecution of political opponents. It's always been Trump's supreme political wish to wield both the law and political institutional violence as personal weapons of power, a wish that many in his party now seem determined to help him achieve. Uh, it, it would mark uh, the turn onto a dark path, one of these rips the before and after that a society can never reverse even if the harm is contained it can never be fully undone as the harm of january 6 can never be undone the long tradition of peaceful transitions of power was broken that day even though the attempt to stop the transition by violence was defeated the violence itself was not expunged um that's kind of echoes everything liz cheney's been saying i mean yeah you know yeah, well it builds on each other right, right. i mean i don't want to go into the sort of frog boiling in a pot because this is even much quicker than that. But once you've used political violence in, in the situation of January 6th, and you've actually come out like, the, like you know, Marjorie Sporkfoot and the rest of her friends and tried to say, you know, this is something that, that these are political prisoners and this was justified. Half the time she says that, the other half the time it was Antifa. She can't really make up her mind, but, yeah. you know, she's dumb. Um, so Don't forget the know, ghost buses full of FBI, FBI agents. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. That too. Remember all the guys who were showing their badges, but they weren't badges? I right. Mean, like the thing is, is that when you, you're dealing with such fundamentally dishonest and cruel people, they cannot have power. They can't yeah. until some sort of sanity reigns there again. So, I mean, we, we need to do everything and we need to pressure the media constantly and we all need to do our parts constantly. And if it's uncomfortable for some of our, for some friends, if I lose some friends along the way, I don't care. Like yeah. this is, this is too much. This is my kids. This is the future of our country. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, it was it Karen yeah. from uh, Chicago said she went to do something enjoyable just to get away? And I was like, we don't have time for that. We don't have that. No, no. no. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for no. that. No. Hi, Randy in California. You're on with Cliff. Hello. Hi, I love you all and your intelligent, highly intelligent guests every week. Yes, thank you. And uh, I wanted to say that I watched Rachel last night, and she mentioned that uh, how much she revered her father. Yes. And her father is a big listener of yours and relays that back to... Rachel. I know. And also, Hi, Bob. We love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and also um, about the exist pre-existing conditions. I think they said like 130 million would lose. I think it's higher than that because all the people that got COVID. Yeah. That can show up years or decades from now. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Oh my God, Cliff, did you see that? <laughs> word salad mess that i'd i yeah. you know, what did he say that's another i saved obamacare which is terrible and i <laughs> like i'm gonna replace it yeah. but i anyway uh, i mean yeah he the, the best part again about him is that he's a parrot and he doesn't you know he just will spout things and say things and these are the things that we need to use against him i mean yes the democracy message has to be but you can even fit uh, the, the healthcare message and the democracy message, because that is one of our rights in our democracy now, is yeah. to have healthcare if you have a pre-existing condition, and he will rip that away from you. So how does everybody feel about that? Yeah. Um, Joyce White Vance, who, uh, uh, awesome legal lady and ch a silky chicken mom, returns to the Stephanie Miller Show tomorrow. That's right. Uh, she said Monday is the deadline for Jack Smith to provide notice to Trump and his attorneys of any crimes, wrongs, or other bad acts the DOJ believes he may have committed that will be used as part of uh, his prosecution for attempting to overturn the 2020 election. The notice is limited to alleged crimes that are not included in the charges already filed that will be heard in Judge Chutkin's courtroom. The new evidence being submitted will be subject to approval by the judge who will rule on what can be used in open court. 
Um, Vance claimed, uh, claims she fully expects Smith will submit some important evidence that will bolster his case related to the January 6th insurrection. Expect him to focus on proving Trump's state of mind when it comes to election fraud and the absence of good faith belief that the path he was setting the nation on would not result in the type of obstructive violence that we saw on uh, January 6th. So uh, that'll be interesting. I mean, it seems... According mm-hmm. to most experts, Cliff, you know, this trial is the one that has the best chance of it's going, you know, and I, even everyone from Chris Christie to Glenn Kirshner are saying it's going in the spring and he's going to be convicted in the spring. Yes. And I think that's incredibly important. Um, I will say, you know, I've been uh, at times for the fact that Merrick Garland cares more about appearance um, than, you know, the light, the, the sort of right now, all the fire alarms going off and saying this is about democracy. Absolutely. The thing that will get me is if it's just Trump. I mean, Liz Cheney, just what she's saying from her book when it comes to Jim Jordan and Mike Johnson. And yeah. these guys knew what they were doing was illegal. Yeah. And if they don't prosecute some of them, a case needs to be made. Yeah, and she talked about his conflicting party. testimony, Jim Jordan, you know, that he should, yes. she said he should get a lawyer. Yeah. Correct. So a case needs to be made against this party. So maybe ask Joyce tomorrow because she is incredibly like I'm here and her intelligence is somewhere I can't reach that high because I'm not that tall <laughs> either. But, um, you know, I, I would love to know what someone who with that kind of legal training would say, because a couple of these guys, Scott Perry, they grabbed his phone. We've seen some of those texts now. These guys knew what By was the way, going Joyce, on. They participated yeah. in it. Joyce Vance was required to move to Alabama just to uh, raise the IQ from Tommy Tuberville. Just to raise the entire IQ of Alabama. She needed to. Uh, <laughs> Alabama. She was required by law. <laughs> Somehow, when he left Florida, he moved to Alabama to pretend that's where he lived. Like Florida's yeah. IQ just shot up, and yeah. <laughs> Florida's IQ, Florida's IQ never shoots up. So I mean, um, speaking of crooks, let's talk about Rudy Giuliani. A uh, federal judge shot down his last ditch effort to avoid a jury trial in a libel suit brought by the Georgia poll workers. Uh, judge Beryl Howell denied uh, his request by repeatedly noting that his attorney has missed deadlines in the case filed by Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, and she rejected his argument that mistakes the pair's counsel uh, justified a shift from a jury trial to a bench trial. This is simply nonsense. Um, again, this is another one. I'm like, what? how has he avoided jail this long? Right. Um, so, th- so it will be a jury. Obviously, he's afraid of a jury, right? Yeah. right? Yes. Um, yeah. He's afraid of that, that people might actually look at what he did and make a decision based upon that. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, what is up with the law? I, I, so his, uh, she said, again, his motion was significantly tardy. It looks like Trump's lawyers missed the deadline for, you know, for the gag order in New York. I mean, I, I guess it's, these are the best lawyers they can afford, or I don't know. I, I mean, like, I, I, I <laughs> Aren't deadlines like pretty basic? Uh, don't you have like right. a, a paralegal or someone who could fill something out or a scheduler right. who maybe could put it on your Google calendar? So yeah. you may remember. Alina Haba. God bless you. Oh, I thank mean, you. I mean, she's I, forgot I, to check the box for a jury trial. You know, I mean, it's just, it's not that I, even a layperson can who, understand that. Who pays attention to such trivial things? Right. You want um, a jury trial or not, you know. And Julian no expressed fear this weekend he could go to prison for the rest of his life. Yes, please. After <laughs> Dan Goldman suggested that data from Hunter Biden's laptop had been manipulated by the former mayor. I don't think we haven't gotten into that yet. Yeah. Giuliani has argued he's been vindicated, even though a lawsuit from Hunter Biden accused him of hacking and manipulating the laptop's com- uh, contents. Um, I just, it feels like there's a, he's about to go through some things. Yeah. <laughs> you think? Yeah, he's about to have a tough time. 
um, it's, 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 it's no good for, for, for Rudy. It's going to be yeah. a lot like that time in Borat when he laid down in the bed and thought that things were going to work out, Ugh. you know, with a teenager, and it just didn't happen for him. Ew. Ew. Okay. So, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry I shouldn't even joke eating. about okay. that. He's such a despicable... Yeah. Can you imagine that on top gross. of you with a hair dye dripping? Oh! Wow. Oh. I thought you'd... Oh, God. Oh, that hair dye. still breakfast in some parts just of the country, spitting Stephanie. Just yeah, spitting Miller. in your face, hair dye. Just... Ugh. Hey. Yeah, meet me at Four Seasons Landscaping. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you are Fair sexy. Day. Suffering succotash, you're so sexy. Ah, okay. <laughs> wow, I just it's grossed, despicable. I just grossed myself out. Remain calm. All is well. All is well. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Alpha liberal Cliff Schechter is here. John in Atlanta. You're on with Cliff. Hi, John. Good morning, Stacy. Stephanie, Stacy. 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 They call me Stacy. Or you can call me Al. That's not my name. I have a question, Stacy. I have a question that uh, an answer may be out there, but I haven't heard it yet. But the concerning the documents case. The documents were were taken from D.C. Why isn't the case being tried in D.C.? Because that's the scene of the crime. It's, yeah, it's, Cliff, do you happen to, to know that? Because I thought that might be another venue because the dissemination happened in a different place. But didn't the, uh, sorry, John, didn't the dissemination happen in, in Bedminster? Jersey. Yeah, it was yeah. in yeah. Jersey. Yeah. So I think, I mean, and again, not lawyers, so let me be very clear. Yeah. But I think what it seemed like they were trying to do is to have a number of venues um, and so there's New Jersey, if they want to bring a case there. There's this one that's going on in Florida, and I think they probably could could bring more cases in in DC. So I think it's a it's a, a yeah. matter of you know Did you keeping see options Trump, open. Everything he says is a confession now. Yeah. Did you see? He's yeah. like, hey, welcome. We don't rent out Mar-a-Lago much because, as you know, we hold very important documents here. Right. You know. Did you see the ones their documents that were strewn across the floor that they would not even allow some of the lawyers to see because no, they were course. so classified? I mean, yeah. on that alone, the dude should never see the light of day yeah. again. And John, thank you for calling the uh, Stacy Miller show. We appreciate it. <laughs> the newly rebranded yeah. Stacy. <laughs> Stick uh-huh. my ting tings on you. Uh huh. Yeah. It's not the only song we have they with Stacy. They call me They call me Steffi. They call me hell. Stephanie Miller. That's not my name. Yeah. That's not my name. Okay. All right. Cliff, that was a horrible Joyce Vance impression. Let's try again. The judge <laughs> overseeing Donald Trump's classified document case. This is the wild card. Is this uh, unqualified Trump hack Judge uh, Loose Cannon down there? Irene Cannon? The yeah. Um, she, so the judge, in a perfect world? She ordered the unsealing of documents filed by Jack Smith, who had asked that they be kept under wraps because they could unveil some of this government's uh, plans in the trial. Uh, Judge Cannon said she was mindful of the strong presumption in favor of public access to judicial documents when she ordered the unsealing. I just feel like she is going to do everything she can. to. It, she's, she's become part of Trump's defense team, practically. Yes. And again, everybody should know that it's because she's beholden, beholden to that Federalist Society, you know, theocratic loser leonard leo who got all of this money 
to go in and yeah. corrupt all of our courts and, you know, send Clarence Thomas off on fun-filled trips with Ginny. Yeah. Um, not to their, not to oh, her Oh, by the way, cult. I know you're still shopping for me. I'd like an RV for Christmas. Thanks. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh. uh, you know, she, she's there because they wanted her there. And that's the problem is they have, they, there's judges in numerous places. Some of these Trump judges have actually acted like judges and have been impressive. Yeah. But there's others like her who are there because of who they are and they're not judges. Yep. They're just not. Yep. Um, Cliff, I, we have to bring you the news since we are out here in Hollywood. HBO has uh, optioned the book, The Fabulous, The Lying, Hustling, Grifting, Stealing, Very American Legend of George Santos. Uh, <laughs> Frank Rich is going to produce it. Our old yep. friend Frank Rich yep. who produced hey. Veep and Succession. Oh, no. It was described as a forensic and darkly comic look at the crazy, unprecedented congressional race on Long Island that led to Santos being elected to Congress. Who wrote the book? Uh, Mark Chusano. Okay. I don't know who that is, but... Okay. Uh, I mean, sounds like fun. Sounds like yeah. good viewing. I do kind of always hear the Veep music in my head whenever George Santos <laughs> speaks in any way. <laughs> what was or your favorite? To, yeah. the, I'm holding a baby. I'm holding a baby. <laughs> By the way, whose baby was that? <laughs> uh, he didn't. Uh, well, he said, uh, it's not mine yet. Yet? Yeah. He said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, and U.S. Representative uh, Rapey McForehead, uh, Matt Gates, uh-huh. urged his fellow Florida Republicans to wait to render judgment on Christian Ziegler, the Trump-endorsed uh, state Republican Party chairman accused of rape by a woman he and his wife had uh-huh. a, were having a three-way with. He said, given my experience... <laughs> oh? You mean sex trafficking? I tend to wait for the facts to come out before rendering judgment. Oh, that's so Christ-like of Gates, isn't it? In, in other words, what he means is... Given my experience, I wait to see if a court can prove the wrongdoing right. I've done. Right. My then, and then I, then I choose to comment on it. Like my colleague Rick Scott with the largest Medicare fraud in U.S. history. They have they weren't able to put him in prison. Follow our okay, friend on YouTube. YouTube Alpha yes. Liberal Cliff Schechter. Yes. And we just at C Schechter. Find me there and subscribe. I one of these clips may even go up there. Yeah. We love you, Cliff. Because I like this. See you next time. show. Joyce Vance. I like Stacey Miller, and I am not going to be shy about.